This show is brought to you in part by Temple Sporting Goods, powered by AdCraft. For more information on creating great gear for your team, contact them at 563-243-1304 or at templesports.com. Hey, NAI football fans. This is Corey Thorpe here with John Cooper, and tonight we have for you uh, the head coach of the Kansas Wesleyan Coyotes, that'd be Myers Hendrickson. Uh, coach, how you doing this evening? I'm doing great, Corey, John. Thanks for having me on. Hey, it's our pleasure. Coach, we want to get right into it with you guys. You guys have been the cream of the crop in the KCAC these past two years, and uh, you were assistant two years ago. You took over the program last year. Um, just talk about how it's taken you guys to have this elite success in reality because you guys are a, a class above in that conference over there, and you're making moves on a national level, bringing respect to your conference. And, you know, Kansas Wesleyan is a household name to guys like me and Corey that watch every week. And, uh, you know, we had our doubts, but we were definitely proven wrong these past two seasons. Sure um, you guys have made us eat, eat our crow. Just – just tell us just the success you guys have had the past two years and just how that's came about. Yeah, so it all starts at the top. We've had a lot of exciting things happening at Kansas Wesleyan University. And uh, I think it goes back to, to 2014. Uh, I came here as an assistant with Matt Drinkle. And we were playing out at the high school. And, um, you know, we were able to, to get through and build a program. And uh, Coach Drinkle had a great vision. Our president, Matt Thompson, uh, Dr. Matt Thompson uh, built us a stadium. Uh, Mike Herman, our athletic director at the time, um, they had a vision for our athletic department and specifically football as well. So we built the, the Graves Family Sports Complex uh, at Bissell Field. I think it's one of the best facilities in the country at the NAIA level. And so we, I think that we started playing at home there back on campus in 2015, and I think that changed everything. Uh, we didn't win very many games in 2014. Uh, then we turned around and, and won 10. Uh, 2015, I was offense coordinator here. We were able to win 10 games, uh, make the NAI playoffs. Uh, I had a chance to move on uh, from there, but I knew Salina was a special place. Uh, Salina, Kansas, I uh, met my wife here. Um, you know, great community, love living here in Salina. And so I knew if I ever had a chance to come back, you know, I'd love the opportunity. And uh, Dr. Matt Thompson, our president, and uh, Mike Herman, who was athletic director at the time, um, brought me back as head coach and uh, really enjoyed the opportunity. You know, now in my second year back as head coach, I've really enjoyed it. So, Coach, uh, you, you talk about going away and, and coming back, and I know that um, a lot of the team uh, that, that you inherited from Coach Drinkle um, last season, you you would have helped to recruit and you would have known, but is, is there anything, um, any keys to winning uh, a locker room uh, of, of players uh, in, in earning their trust? Yeah, you just got to be yourself. You know, like schematically, uh, Coach Rinkle and I, like when it comes to offensive ball especially, uh, we really fit together because like I said, he brought me here and then, you know, he uh, gave me the opportunity to be offense coordinator here and then you know, I, I had other opportunities to coordinate uh, at different levels of football in the NCAA and then had a chance to come back here. And so uh, schematically, we fit fit really, really well um, where I was able to come back and, and fit the system and fit the personnel. Um, so I think schematically, there's very few changes. But, you know, personality-wise, you know, we're different. We're different people. You don't try to be somebody that you're not. 
And so just getting to know the players and the daily interactions with the players, you know, that's how that evolved into what it was. And, you know, the, the team chemistry that we had, certainly, I think it, it showed this year. We played in some, some crazy games, won some, you know, great games, um, some close games, you know, winning the, the home playoff game 42 to seven against a really, really good team in state here. Uh, I think really helped take our program to a whole new level. So we're excited about that moving forward. Yeah, that's the one that, um, just to be honest with you, Coach, we, we had to eat crow, uh, <laughs> both, both John and I. And, and uh, you're, the, the Kansas Wesleyan Barstool account is, is – The best the best Barstool account on that network. Bar none. Bar, yeah, uh, awesome. they They reminded us uh, several times they over – as they should have, that we had both picked Baker in that game, um, and we were horrendously wrong. Um, so, coach, coach, so thanks I, for bringing that back yeah, up. <laughs> coach, I, I got a question, and you guys are you know really unique. Uh, your conference is all within the same state, and you know, yeah, you know, and I loved my teammates to death when I played, but going from Montgomery, Alabama, all the way to West Virginia is not necessarily that fun. Just tell us. Is, how do the players like just the short road trips in Kansas or, you know, or am I underestimating the distance? Are they not short? Or are they convenient no. for you guys? No, they're short. I think it, it creates tremendous rivalries. And I think that's what college football is all about. I love the proximity of the teams in the KCAC. I think it makes for outstanding games on Saturdays. You know, you get communities that are close together. You get teams of teams have been playing each other for a long, long time. And uh, I've had a chance to coach at every level of football. I've been on staffs from, you know, the Division One level to the junior college level, um, you know, Division Two and Division Three. But really here at the KCAC and, and the NAI, I love the proximity, the rivalries. I mean, we got a school, Bethany, our biggest rival, that's just right down the road. I mean, you're talking, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes from campus to campus. And wow. So it makes for a really fun environment on Saturdays and, and really enjoy playing teams close to each other. I think it gives a good experience for the students and for the players. You talk about um, Bethany specifically, and I'm, and I'm really kind of glad you brought them up because uh, that was Kansas Wesleyan's first collegiate win back in 1893, was a 48-0 win over Bethany. So we talk about like Baker and all these Kansas schools that have this rich history of football. Right, and that includes you guys, Coach. You know, that's that's 130-plus years of history, which is – and you just talked about just the proximity and stuff um, – you know, I even saw you guys just um, props to your fan base and stuff because we see them on Twitter all the time and have great interactions. But um, when McPherson was starting to break out a little bit, coming on strong near the end, I, I loved the interactions between the two bases there. But, uh, Coach, tell us uh, how you guys are going to transition into this next 2020 season. You guys uh, lose a lot of just, you know, star power players. We called it star power last year with Photo and Pruitt. Um, I believe Shaq Bradford's gone. Yeah, Trent Poe Evans. Trent, yeah. How, how is it going to be not replacing those guys but reloading? Yeah, we're always reloading. I think we've developed a lot of depth in our program. You know, I think that's something we did a great job, you know, over, well, right around a year ago now. We were going through spring ball, um, getting ready for the 2019 season. We created outstanding depth in our program uh, when you return a lot of starters. And I think if you look at the end of games, you know, the, the guys that happen, I think, are outstanding football players just happen to be behind some of the best players in our school history. When they went in, they were successful, too. So, you know, there's some, some players that are ready to step in. We brought in a very nice, very exciting uh, mid-year transfer class um, that, that 
got to campus this winter, and we're really excited about you know them coming in and competing with the the players that we've got, and, and we are very deep. Uh, we, we're entering spring ball with a very large roster, and we're looking forward to carrying that into fall camp. Um, Peyton Farrington uh, took some took some snaps last year for y'all. Is is are y'all going to have a, a wide open uh, competition, or is he kind of the the leader in the clubhouse? Yeah, we absolutely have a wide open. Um, quarterback position battle and that's the same as many positions you know within our program on offense and defense I think that you know that competition I think that's that's critical I think it's needed I think it's needed for us to stay at the top is that we're going to compete um, not only with the players that were are here and then continue to recruit and um, you know bring in new student athletes that can, can uh, compete with the players that we have here and I think that's how you, you continue to create championships. Yeah, definitely. Um, talk about talk about um, a, a little bit more. Just kind of what y'all want to do on the offensive line. I know y'all uh, are bringing back one All Conference uh, lineman in Darius Brown, but you're losing two others in uh, Eli Smith and Daniel Fletcher. Yeah, so I think the foundation. Well, I know the foundation of our offensive line so strong has been built that those those players that are returning. I mean, they're coming and have played with and played behind the best maybe offensive line in our school's history. So the collection of that group, they're really, really close. And I think it's got to be a tight-knit group when you're talking about offensive linemen. You need to have five guys that play as one. And we did that with a combination of players. You know, we didn't start the – we didn't have the five same offensive linemen playing the whole year. So we do have, um, you know, several guys coming back in the mix that are excited to step in and have their opportunity um, to grow in their role. And continue to be leaders, you know, up front at that offensive line position. But I am very excited to see us continue to grow there because we've got a great foundation, a great culture um, within the offensive line. And uh, you know, Eli Smith is, is you know, probably the, the is definitely the headliner right now. Um, that that you know brought a lot of attention nationally um, for his skill set and what he can do and how much he's grown. You know, he put on uh, a phenomenal amount of really good weight. Uh, going back to even, you know, last winter when I got here to this summer to what he played at, getting a lot of attention from NFL scouts. Uh, that's been a really exciting thing for, for our program. And uh, specifically when you're talking about the offensive line position, one of the best to ever do it in our school's history and our conference history, you know, right there, anchoring that here in 2019, but then also teaching the guys behind them so that, again, that's that, that next man up mentality that they learn from the best and now they're going to compete at a really high level when their number's called. Coach, I absolutely agree. And that's one thing we love watching. First, we like watching that the KCAC is always on ESPN3. It's so easy to watch your guys' game. That has to be a perk in recruiting. Second, I really like the Dakota kid from two years ago on the offense line. The last name escapes me right now. And then third, I want to talk about a little bit of uniforms. You guys have one of my favorite uniforms (laughs) in all the NAIA. Is there anything new that might come out in the next year or two for you guys? Well, going back to Dakota, I love Dakota best. I recruited Dakota best out of Oklahoma, a uh, small town in Oklahoma. So he was an outstanding football player here. Um, you know, I, his senior year, I, I missed him. I was back. I, I was um, not here at the time, but I got to come back. You know, as head coach, right, when he was graduating. What an outstanding young man. And then, of course, this, this year was uh, Eli Smith's senior year. Right. Um, so we've had a lot of strong tradition at, at offensive tackle, um, like you mentioned. Um the ESPN three games are a lot of fun. They're phenomenal. I mean, they are. It's a great production, big time production. 
Um, it's great for recruiting, but great for national exposure and great for our players and their parents to be able to watch the game. And we do a really high quality stream here. David Tolley, our SID, does a phenomenal job. We do a really first class game production at Kansas Wesleyan. Um, but that, to add that extra, you know, ESPN touch that he, when you, when you play on ESPN three, you know, that's, a, that's exciting. That's special. You know, it's memorable. Again, we do have a, a great, you know, game quality, game production, I think is, is more, you know, mid-major Division One light than anybody else in NAI. You know, we've just done a phenomenal job with our the way our game operations and game staff does everything from the tailgating to the game production, um, you know, to how professional everything is done here at Kansas Wesleyan. That it makes for a great experience for the community. I think that's why you saw, you know, the people coming out to the games again this year. Uh, our community engagement's incredible. We set the school record uh, for attendance two different home games this year. We set it for homecoming, uh, St. Mary. We set the school record for attendance. And then we turned around the Baker playoff game. We reset uh, the school record that we already set earlier in the year. I think it goes back to community service. Our players do, though, too. You know, we really engage in the spring. Um, when I came back here as head coach, that was a huge point of emphasis, you know, for me personally with Salina being such a special place to me. You know, we wanted to give back. We got really involved. And the people showed up and came out to our game. So, to answer, you know, a long roundabout way, ESPN3, that's cool. That's a really special um, deal to play on that national stage. But every Saturday in Salina, if it's a, it's a home Kyle football game, it's going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be a lot of people at the game. It's going to be a first-class game day production. I tell you what, those fans that came out for homecoming, uh, they, they did get an offensive treat. Well, oh. defensive treat, too, but I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a unique game. You know, there's no – intention to have that happen it was just one of those things where you're hitting on all cylinders you know i think you know all the the records you could could talk about in a single game you know for for school and conference were were broke with the 90 points and and the shutout it was just it was a lot of fun it was a great team win yeah i was i was thinking about uh asking about it but since you had brought brought it up there and i was just looking back at the box score and and yeah i could you could definitely tell from how y'all played it, the play calling, how things went down. There was no intention to make 90. Yeah, and we, 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 we've been a part of them. I've personally been a part of a big uh, scoring game like that. Uh, not on the good side either. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it is what it is. Now, Coach, let me – this is going to be the last question for me, and then I'm going to let Corey wrap it up. Um, you know, if I was just a guy coming in to watch the Coyotes play – I'm not going to put you on the spot and say the best spot, but tell me one of your favorite places to eat around Salina. I, I guarantee you there's probably an awesome Mexican restaurant over there or something. Oh, I'll, yeah, there's outstanding places to eat in Salina. I mean, I got to go local. You know, number one, start with Martinelli's. Uh, got engaged in that restaurant, um, but just an outstanding establishment downtown. Really good. I, I mean, it seems like they make it from scratch. Great Italian food, very reasonably priced, big portions, you know, all the things that I'm about. Uh, if you want Mexican, Poncho's makes outstanding burritos. Uh, the first place that my wife and I ate right after we got married. Uh, you know, we didn't do like a big fancy limo or anything like that. My dad just drove us to Poncho's and we got burritos. So, I mean, yeah, that's a good local joint for sure. Um, but we got, you know, you're in Kansas, you got barbecue, you know, we're right in a Right in the heart of, of the state of Kansas, you got an outstanding barbecue place in Hickory Hut. Uh, just tons of really good local joints to eat. And we got all the 
um, you know, with, with the players and, and national brands, you know, the guys really like, no matter where you're coming from, East Coast, West Coast, South, you know, the Deep South, you're going to, we got the Chick-fil-A, the Five Guys, um, the Qdoba, the Chipotle, you know, those type of places that are always good to eat at, too. Yeah, I'm looking at the that Martinelli's website right now. That looks absolutely delicious. Um, <laughs> so, uh, bring take me through a little bit about what's changed, um, you know, this spring and how y'all have dealt with kind of uh, your first quote unquote uh, set of setbacks uh, with with uh, the coronavirus and how y'all have dealt with that and overcome. Yeah, I mean, we're just, you know, my mindset, how, you know, I look at things and how, how we're going to take this thing on is turn into a positive. And there's no reason why, you know, we can't come back even stronger and better, you know, not only as a nation, but here at Kansas Wesleyan University. I mean, there's been, you know, all sorts of, sorts of ways I think that, you know, we can self-improve, you know, we can get better academically, you know, we can, we can do some things on our own to even come back in, in better shape, maybe in some ways physically. But it all needs to be done with safety and health in mind. Because at this point in our country, you know, we're facing something we hadn't seen before. But we all need to come together. And, uh, you know, we're doing everything we can to promote safety and health. That's the number one goal. Uh, then number two is academics. You know, right behind the health is, is, is academics. You know, we transitioned to all online courses, which I think about every school in America has done that now. And it's been going as smooth as possible here in Kansas Wesley. We've got outstanding faculty and professors, you know, really working with our students um, and giving them that individual attention and, and, and working through everything uh, as we transition online. So that those have been our, our biggest keys. You know, football will take care of itself. You know, we've already built a great foundation with the back-to-back conference championships that, you know, when this thing passes, which we know it will pass, you know, we're going to be ready to dive right back into this, hit the ground, run full speed ahead. And I, I think there's just no reason why we can't be even a better team when we come back. And that's, that's the mindset that I've taken on with this. And we're going to turn this thing into a positive and, you know, a little bit of adversity just gives you more opportunity, you know, to grow. And so that's what we're going to try to do and create positive change and come back even better than when we left. Are y'all um, keeping, uh, like you did last year, that first game uh, as against Texas Wesleyan, or are y'all choosing a, a different at-a-conference opponent? We are not playing Texas Wesleyan okay. this fall. That um, it, We are still working through uh, scheduling process for non-conference. Um, but that was a, a two-year deal, and that was in the second year last year. Awesome. Well, we look forward to seeing who y'all who y'all put there. I know um, Concordia and uh, Cumberland have just announced today that they're that they're going to play first game. So that's going to be a fun one to watch for sure. Um, that's Concordia, Michigan, not uh, Nebraska. I forget I have to have to specify that. Um, well, Coach, we definitely appreciate you coming on the show tonight, and uh, we wish you all the best of luck, and, and uh, you all stay safe and healthy and well over there. Um, and we look forward to watching some Kansas Wesleyan football come fall. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thank you for promoting this great game. Stay safe and healthy out there, and go Coyotes. Thanks, Take Coach. care, Coach. Thanks, you too.